guess what? We are back for season two of But Make It Hallmark. Hi, Patty. Nice to see you. Hey, Chingai. How are you? We're back. I can't believe it. It's been three months <laughs> since our crazy Christmas. And we're back for the spring season, ready for what may come. <laughs> Let's start with our Hallmark Happy Thought for 2021. Our very first Hallmark Happy Thought is Spring Fling. Yes. All the amazing movies, I think they're amazing. They could be not amazing, but I'm super excited for a lot of them. Yeah, we could be wrong. I mean, we, we could be very wrong about a lot of things. I haven't been so excited about the near new movies and the Valentine's um, Love Ever After that have been released. I'm taking it slow, actually. I haven't gone through all of them. But after seeing the Spring Fling previews, I feel like just like Spring reborn into the Hallmark universe. I'm so happy we're, we're back at this. Today, though, we are doing a different kind of episode. You guys haven't really heard us ever talk about this in at length. For those who don't know, Chingai and I are kind of obsessed <laughs> with... Kind of. Kind of? <laughs> with When Calls the Heart. And it's back for its eighth season. Uh, we are five episodes deep into this eighth season with 12 episodes total, I think. And today, we are going to dedicate the episode to just... Well, the first five episodes of the series. So I think we're going to do like a deep dive into our top 10 things we noticed. I wouldn't say favorite things because <laughs> they're arranged in order of interest. So you guys will, I guess, understand how we feel about the show. But yeah. Let's just, let's just get the, the ugly bits out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> our least favorite thing about When Calls the Heart Season 8 is the drama between newlyweds. Jesse and Clara. I don't care about their marriage drama. You know, Jesse and his biceps can just D-I-A-F. I don't freaking care that he's off riding motorcycles and like wasting their newlywed money. I don't care. I don't care. Is that where you put the newlywed money? In the motorcycle? The investment? I don't think. I don't think there was a reveal, but yeah, put put two and two together. I know, cause I was like, also, did, was there an investment plot line that I, you know, missed? Cause I'm like, or was it the motorcycle? See, the thing is, I haven't ever really been a Jesse Cara fan. Sorry to both of them. They're both very good looking and they're both very pleasant, but I just never got into it. So having us dive more into this, I'm just like, no, no, thank you. I'm sorry. Moving on. <laughs> More things we say Moving no on. thank you to. At number nine, I am so happy that Andrea Brooks is back in our life. But poor Faith, why does she have to be paired with Carson? He looks like a man out of time. He's the only guy that doesn't look old-timey. Like, I know his outfits may be historically accurate, but I'm just not having it. And obviously, feminism, and I know Carson will come around and whatever, but the way he's treating Faith... I am not for this. I don't agree. I can't, I'm so glad that Molly is in the clinic so that somebody gets to witness this travesty because Faith deserves better. And I think you were the one who messaged me when you watched the episode of like the guy who dropped her off and they were just like speeding and that guy was kind of cute. I won't lie. So give Faith she someone deserves, else. Yeah. She deserves better than, than Carson. And I'm sorry, but like Paul Green just gives me the creeps. <laughs> He's kind of slimy. So, Andrea Brooks deserves so much better. Give her someone else. Let's, let, let's, kick, let's kick Carson to the curb. Like, let him move to Boston or wherever, Johns Hopkins, whatever, and, you know, be a doctor there. 
you know, and, and I know he sings in real life, and I'm sure he's talented, whatever. But I got like a little cringy when he started singing by the river, like or whatever. <laughs> I was like, Bleh! I can't, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carson and Faith. I'm sorry. Not for me. Hard pass. Okay. I'm well. Okay. Let's just talk about like better things now. Better, so yeah. at number eight, we have newcomers in town, which is a great thing. Good job, Hallmark, for bringing some representation into the fold. When calls the heart, need needed this, has needed this for the last seven seasons, and finally we have a new family coming in. We've got a pastor with his wife his protective wife and two kids he's got a son and a blind daughter who's driving some kind of plot line with Mm. you know mom being protective of the blind daughter and the kids wanting to be educated under elizabeth and all of that so this is this is some good news for when calls the heart for sure it's it's a long time coming and i'm i know hallmark has a very long way to go but i for one am really appreciate all this diversity it's not enough but it's a good start and uh, for their banner show i think it's quite a big step for them you, you realize how homogenous the cast is when you suddenly yeah. get the new family the canfield family and really excited I, i'm a bit worried that the daughter's plot line with her being blind and the school system coming in might be a bit of a drag i mean it's one calls the heart you win some you lose some not everything's gonna be a hit but they seem really amiable and quite likable so hopefully they get interesting plot lines that aren't so treacly and like you know sad i want this to be like Mm -hmm. a happy happy plot line anyway yeah we we need fresh faces and people in the town we do we do need fresh faces what i don't need is at number seven Nathan's side stories. Guys, you know I love Nathan. But I realize I like him as an uncle. And I like him as a love interest for... As a love interest in general. I don't like him when it comes to Mountie drama. Oh my goodness. This Mountie drama would not stop. Like, I... I, I, He looks good as a Mountie. I like the, the surge, the red on the horse looks good. But give me some rescues. Give me some, like, I don't know... Him getting, not necessarily in danger, but like, you know, just don't give me freaking courtroom drama over something nobody gives a shit about. Only to reveal that, yeah, he didn't ever meet Jack. Great. So much for all that build-up. Honestly, I don't even remember any of the side <laughs> stories. It's like, like what, a, what is this? I don't, I don't care. I mean, poor Nathan, okay? Poor mm. Nathan. He's getting the short end of the stick all the time and they're mm. giving him these stupid storylines that nobody cares about i mean justice for nathan I mean, kevin yeah. mcgarry can do so much better if if yes. you, you could just give him material case in point Boring. you could give him a, a a love story that's kind of exciting and none of yeah. this mounty drama yeah for example like i don't know there's a lady that he happens to be dating in real life why don't they just pair them together on the show can you imagine the chemistry and the fireworks on that one i for one maybe they they need to get that through hr first (laughs) (laughs) i mean yes let's let's all do everything uh above the above board but yeah i just i couldn't deal I, and yeah, you're right. Like, we see him as Mitch Cutty, Kevin McGarry as Mitch Cutty and Heartland, and I'm always interested to see what he's up to there because it's always in relation to Lou, who's a bit, you know, 
nuts in a good way. So it's just sad that they give him. They already gave him like the uncle thing he had to do here, and the adoption story is like the one thing I'm I'm actually invested in because I love Ali. Guys, justice for Nathan. Do better. Do better when it calls the heart. We're we're halfway through the season, so we'll see. I mean, speaking of the adoption storyline, at number six, we've got something a little more pleasant. I mean, at least Allie, Nathan's niece, is getting some action, unlike her uncle. <laughs> so Allie, we've seen Allie and the rest of the kids grow up. I was like, I was shocked when they showed the kids um, yeah, when the season huge. started, because like, even Opal grew up. Like, wh- what? Oh. <laughs> they're <was> all. <laughs> You're slipping through our fingers, Patty. No, I don't want to let go of these kids. Um, Ali's developing a crush on the only guy who's her age, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only available one, so I guess she has a crush on him. I wish there were more choices, but okay, Robert. <laughs> You're right. It's not like she has a choice. He's the only one. I really like how Ali has transformed... I really like Ali in general. I think I, I usually hate children. The ones called the one calls the heart kids are kind of exceptions to that rule because they all are like Opal is adorable. Mm-hmm. Robert isn't bad and his mounty dreams and like but I feel like Ali had that tomboy face and now she looks like a total like she's blooming and she's becoming a teenager and it's it's cute. I I, I hope there's more Ali Nathan like Cause she looks like an she looks like she's gonna be a hard headed kid, you know. She looks like she's gonna be she's gonna give him trouble. So excited for that. But yeah, maybe bring in another guy her age so that she has a choice apart from Robert. Not that there's anything wrong with Robert, but you know, I don't want her settling. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're concerned about the children, Hallmark. Exactly. Come on. We are concerned about the children. It's already they're already way too young to be getting into this business. So at least at this point, make sure she has some options, right? Keep it diversified. Make sure that it's not just like, oh, whoops, Robert's the only guy my age. Might as well. That's just me, though. We'll see. I mean, we've got ways to go with these kids. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got more things to be invested in. So when we come back, we're going to dive into the next, the top five things Mm. we're loving about When Calls the Heart this season. And we're back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You are still joining Chingai and myself, Patty, as we recap our top 10 things about The One Calls the Heart, Season 8, First 5 Episodes. It's not our usual But Make It Hallmark episode, but we figured we could not ignore the thing that has brought us together. And it's been quite an interesting first 5 episodes. We're now at the, from numbers 5 to 1, of things we noticed. And... I have to give it to Rosemary and Lee for taking everything in stride because this couple has gone through the craziest plot lines from the most banal ones to the most dramatic ones and somehow they keep me interested. I can't say the same for every cast member. There are some cast members who I'm just like, this is your plot line? Fuck that. But with these <laughs> two, because they're so delightful that like just seeing them on screen, it's like, yes! Yes, tell me everything. I mean, they had a freaking plot line around a chair that collapsed this season. It's like the things they've gone through, a chair that's collapsed. They've got a niece. I'm not too fond of her, but now they're like fostering parents to a niece that's way too old. That it's not cute. So it's like, I can tell she's trouble. Not a fan. (laughs) They've done like a back problem. He's had a back problem. They've come back from a trip where they, they brought out like costumes for baby Jack and like 250 pounds of coffee like what what are they 
these plot lines but anytime they come on screen i pay attention because their chemistry and their like their effervescence is just so it's magnetic they draw me to the screen too. pascal hutton and kevin smith they're our godsends mm. uh, this show would not be what it is without <laughs> them true truly so yeah rosemary and lee forever that niece who's with us now and this new character she's a flibberty gibbet yep. and we've got our eye on her because she, she seems to have her eyes on jesse yes and if 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 she's got a thing for that guy then you can't yeah, trust her doesn't say much about yeah. her character yeah <laughs> And also, we don't need another fucking love triangle between Clara, Jesse, and this girl. People I don't care about. That's wasted time. <laughs> Honestly, I really refuse to believe that we're going to spend more time on this niece. I, I was kind of hoping, I mean, it's cliche and not, I'm glad they're not going the cliche route of, you know, Rosemary's having a hard time having kids. So I get that this is their, like, I guess, co-op, you know, so that they, they give her a kid in a sense, like someone to nurture, but like, it feels like more of a friend relationship than a mom relationship, you know what I mean? So this niece, I don't want her to be in a love triangle. And where are we getting some good romance? We're getting them from the older set of cast members from When Calls the Heart, which is so nice to it. watch. Okay, we've got two couples, sort of couples, not yet, sort of but not. We've got Ned and Florence holding hands at the general store, kind of accidentally, but not. But and not. then we've got Molly shooting her shot <laughs> with Bill, which I think is super funny. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I just love seeing them run around each other. It's so cute. I love them. I love this couple, these couples. Florence and Molly have been the backbone of When Calls the Heart. They've been through a lot. And... They deserve happiness. And it's so nice that we get, you know, a couple from a slightly older set of folks. Because everyone deserves love. And it's cute because Molly shooting her shot is the sweetest thing ever. From trying to dress up nicely and then get feeling bad when he doesn't notice. But then when he calls her out and she's like, oh, so you are interested. Like, you know, like their banter is quite cute. Bill has always just been like a straight shooter. Like zero fuss doesn't really have like much of a like always a serious storyline so it's nice to see this humorous side to him and seeing molly bring that out in him like all the physical comedy of her getting her hair burnt and then you know having ah so cute and then there's florence and mm -hmm. ned two totally ignored characters and so yeah <laughs> well you guys can find solace in each other oh you guys see each other i love it they're getting their day in the sun you know who's not getting his day yeah. in the sun who <laughs> Henry. Ooh, we want Henry. We want more. He's always like he's always been the kind of bad guy and he's always like alone. And we've already proven season after season that he's not as bad as people exactly. think he is. I wish he would find a companion. That's right. <laughs> I mean there are yeah. other there are other older ladies in in Hope Valley. Are I mean, there? I mean they come and go, they come and go. Guest stars usually. I, I just feel for Henry because I feel like they're, they're so confused as to what to make his character. You're right. They're like, he's always semi-villain. I wish they would just lean into the villainy like in the first couple of seasons where he was bad. Now he's in such a gray area that, I, I mean, I get it. Gray area, cool character development. But it's so hard to know what, like, I think he's handsome and like totally attractive. But I want to root for him completely. And I don't want him to go soft, but I want him to just, you know, have a more definitive, non 
oil-related, business-related, money-related <laughs> storyline. <laughs> Death-related. Oil-related. <laughs> Give me something else. You know what I mean? He needs like a, a lady to kind of soften yes. his rough edges, right? I mean, he deserves a bit of humor yes. in, his, in, his, in his story. So I have a, um, I guess... This is kind of edgy, my suggestion to mm-hmm. the writers, but mm-hmm. I think he should get paired <laughs> at least <for laughs> this, this with Fiona. I know we want, <laughs> I want Fiona to end up with Nathan because Kevin McGarry and Kayla look so cute together in real life. I want them on the show. But if they're not going to give that to us now, I want some scandal in Hope Valley with an older man, Henry, and a very young Fiona because I think it will rock Honestly. things in the town. But I also think like she would bring so much fun in his life. She's just so bubbly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's just me though. I would totally support right? this. Fiona Henry. Yeah. Left field. Yeah. But I mean, it's okay because at number three, we want to talk about Fiona. Everything Fiona. Fiona mm. is so... I love her. She is the future of Hope Valley. I kind of wish she got the spin-off rather than those other folks that got the spin-off mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. But enough about them. <laughs> Fiona and her barbershop, Nickels and Dimes. They spent way too much time on that title, but whatevs. So nice of her to see that, you know, she she is taking her life into her own hands, starting a barbershop of all things, leading the feminist movement in Hope Valley. Just like seeing modernity and just seeing her really flourish with or without Henry Gowan I'm fine all right but like in general I just she lights up the screen and I think more so now that we know that she and Kevin are dating in real life the more I'm rooting for her the more I'm rooting for her it's just more like so you know what give me that love triangle Nathan Henry and Fiona and then oh my god please give it to Nathan because if he gets two love triangles and loses the girl each time his confidence is going to be so shocked Fiona has been such a refreshing addition to the Wendell's The Heart cast. And she she's someone we immediately cared about. The minute she came on the show from the big city, as opposed to like Clara, <laughs> Fiona just like, you know, you want her to do well. You want her to do good because she's, she's such a great character. And I think... I think she would do well to have a little fling with an older man. So Yes, there that's right. Go. Henry Gowan, shoot your shot, dude. Like, what do you have to lose? Nothing, literally. So I think... I think <laughs> you have no other plot lines that aren't related to oil. Come on, take her out. Get that French chef to make you some dish. You're rich, right? Like, close down the saloon, Lucas style. Henry, Speaking of it. Henry Gowan and other people <laughs> that won. he can go for. <laughs> Speaking of Lucas and the saloon, we get Lucas's mom Ooh. over as uh, an editor for Elizabeth's manuscript. Side note, I think I think she would do well with Henry. I mean, if if, if they don't want to do the scandal route yeah, and pair yeah. him with a much younger girl, yeah. then give him a divorcee. Yeah, I'm all for this. I love the actress that plays Lucas's mom. She's in Virgin River, right? I think she's in Virgin River. We've seen her in like other shows. And she's always like just this like sniveling character, but so <laughs> funny. She's so funny all the time. And at first I wasn't sure where they were going with this like Lucas mom and Elizabeth dynamic. I like that she is an editor. I feel like there's definitely some conflict of interest here given her son like wants to date her author, but all right, sure, whatevs. I am all for Henry and Helen, Helen Bouchard's love story because she can bring some fun in his life and I feel like she needs that 
stability too. She's clearly going through a lot. I really like her. I'm, I'm shocked how much I like the mom. I, I'm usually a bit uh, when moms come into town, but like this one, not bad, not bad. She'd bring some fire to his oil. Ooh! <laughs> Set that oil on fire. Yeah, my God, she's gonna get that rig working. But yeah, no, seriously, I I'm I'm not too bad. I mean, it came with drama though. Lucas was so sullen when she was around, like so much. I mean, I I I guess I understand why. Yeah. I guess. I guess. But this this plot line was part of like those like maybe two or three episodes <laughs> where everything just seemed like such a drag yeah. on this show. I was so happy to have it come back and then suddenly we're like faced why? with all this like really grim stuff and at least grim. it's picking up. Yeah. At least it's picking up now. Yeah. Definitely. No, you're right. It's grim. That's the that's what it is. But you're right, it is picking up so damn well because at the end of episode 4 and throughout episode 5, we finally get some semi-closure. I see semi-closure because at number 1, we are featuring, and we go at this too long, Elizabeth makes her fucking choice halfway through the season. And yeah, she wants to take it slow, but at least she has set things straight in the most inopportune times. She tells Nathan that she cannot see him romantically. Although... Fucking Nathan, pick a better time. You see a girl sad on the side of the road. Now is not all the time to accost her. But oh well, sorry for you. Sucks for you. And she tells Lucas that she wants to take it slow with him, but she wants to give it a shot. Holy shit, Chingai. That episode, the date, number one, Elizabeth showing some skin. What up? Mm -hmm. Whoa. Mm -hmm. I loved it. That crazy... The setup he did at the back of her house because she couldn't go to the saloon. I mean, I, I, I'm a sucker for a fire hazard. Wow. <laughs> wow, what a fire hazard that was. All those all those candles, the hand-holding on the table, the, uh, the this is about us, the sharing of the dessert. Chingai, I was screaming. I was screaming. We have waited a year. <laughs> a year for this. We have gone through a year of COVID waiting <laughs> for this. And we finally got it with this most recent episode. A Lucas date wouldn't be a Lucas date without all those candles. Mm. I like... I've missed Chris McNally so much. His face. You know? <sighs> yeah. And and the, the tone of his yes. voice and how soft <gasps> it gets when he's talking, <laughs> when he's talking to Elizabeth. It, it, his voice changes yeah. very slightly and he... It becomes a lot more, I don't know, caring, I guess, in his Lucas Bouchard way. <laughs> I was super excited when I saw the previews for next week. Because, like, we have them <laughs> running in the rain and, like, almost kissing. We don't know if there's Oh, there's be a kiss not going to be a kiss. There won't be. <laughs> I, I can, okay, I'm betting it now. There's no kiss. What's your, your guess? What's your guess, Chingai? No kiss, kiss. I, 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 I'm with you. Yeah. yeah no we kiss. Know, we know Hallmark no too kiss. well. No, yeah. but they're gonna make us work for oh, it. Oh yeah, but you know what? You're right. His his tone and his eyes, his gaze softens mm -hmm. whenever it's to her. And he's such a fucking martyr, not going to the graduation because it's Nathan and Ali's time. My God, who is the same? And you know what I loved? I think the one scene that really like jolted me, and I hope someone makes a fan cut of all the Lucas scenes. In Someone five. will. Someone will. <laughs> we, we trust you, universe, to provide. You know when he came out of the library with a stack of books? Fuck mm. me. Like, what mm. the? Oh, my God. And then bedhead Lucas when he woke up in the library because he, he was loved. troubled. 
a disheveled Lucas. Yes, please. Oh my god. <gasps> Overall, as you guys can tell, we're very excited. And guys, I love Nathan, okay? We've established this. I'm team Kevin mm-hmm. McGarry. But when someone makes a choice, you have to support them, right? <laughs> I get it. You know I, I, mean? I just think like Lucas, he he's a good guy. He he supports mm. her. He supports her career. He's trying to help, give her like opportunities, but he's not like you know, he's not patronizing her at all. You know, he's he's seeing her potential. He's helping her, he's building her up. He made that library. Yeah. He took her out on a date. He's very clear with his intentions. So clear. We like and he's clear. just so handsome. Yes. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. I think I the know. only thing that Nathan, it sucks for him because it's too little too late, right? Like his profession of he would quit mm-hmm. being a Mountie for her. And obviously she has too many attached baggage to Mountiehood given Jack. Like you can't say that. You can't say you're going to quit for someone because you can't put that burden on them. I think his delivery and his strategy was wrong. He should do mm-hmm. it first. He should quit first. Do the action first and show her that you can have a life outside bountyhood and then broach it to her. That way she sees that it wasn't yeah. for her. It was your choice. You know what I mean? It, it's too much pressure. Mm-hmm. What? So yeah. You can't put that responsibility <laughs> on Elizabeth. Exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, and, and given that yeah, he's trying to adopt Ali, like yeah, it's just too much drama. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure when Calls the Heart will fuck this up and make it against a slight love triangle in the next couple of episodes until she finally makes her choice for Lucas in the end. And then we get Fiona, Nathan, so we'll be good. But yeah, I'm sure they'll make us jump for jump through hoops for this. But yeah. I'm happy with Elizabeth's choice so far. Me too. I know that there aren't any promises yet, but you know, at least for today, I'm happy. Yeah, and just enjoy it for what it is, for what it is right now. We COVID has taught us, you can't, you know, hope into the future. So whatever we have now, episode five, it's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and when we come back, we're bringing back Mary Kill. Woo-woo! And for the last part of our season two, episode one, we're bringing back Mary Kill, When Calls the Heart Edition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Guys, you know how this goes. We select someone to fuck, marry, and kill. It's been a while. We're quite rusty, but I think we still remember how this goes. So Let's start with the kills. Honestly, this this might be the easiest FMK the two of us have ever had to do. Ever. Okay, what what if we say our kill at the same time? I'm going to count. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) Was there any question? Was there? I can't. I can't stand this guy. I know I said I didn't like Carson either, but I can somehow ignore him. This one I just can't ignore. Like I'm just like I just wanna, just wanna get rid of them. How do we get rid of Jesse and Clara? How? I don't know. So freaking annoying. And just like, I guess I find him juvenile. That's what I find him. Like you're married now. What Rosemary said. You're married now. You have a responsibility to your wife. Why the fuck would you buy that motorcycle? Like, I get it. Like, I'm having fun. But, like, you think we care about you? We don't care about you. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bye, Jesse. Bye, Jesse. <laughs> See you never. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, let's do our fucks. <laughs> All right. Wait, go ahead, Patty. You, you, okay, I will start with my ahead. fuck. This was pretty easy for me because, I mean, why not? Lucas Bouchard, ever since he came onto my screen, is Ugh. fuckable. 
he brought a European sensibility to him, his tailored suits, his wonderful, like, well-groomed beard, his the cadence of his voice, and his love for literature and art and shit. Like, I find it so incredibly alluring and seductive, and I would definitely, definitely um, be amenable to having him as, you know, a fuck. Regular? Sure. Once? Mm-hmm. Also okay. Um, especially now that he stepped up his game <laughs> this season. Like, his earnestness, but there's something like, I, I like the hint of mischief and that like, you know, I'm fun. Yeah, you are. Hell yeah, you are. Like, yes, <laughs> yes to Lucas. Anytime. Who's yours? I, I hear you. But my, my fuck's different. Anyone who knows me and who knows this show knows that from day one, <laughs> I have had a thing for Henry Gowan. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Yeah, so, yeah, this bad bad boy, bad man, mm. <laughs> oil man, mm-hmm. is going to be my, my fuck. <laughs> Fucking in the ring. He's so handsome. He I handsome. just, I, I really, I really like Chris Pine, and I feel like he's, like, an older version of that kind of very, very yeah, handsome old. look. Yeah. <laughs> no, and his salted pepper, distinguished graying. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Henry. Mm-hmm. Give him a love story, mm-hmm. guys. Come on, throw Chingay a bone. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh well. Maybe, maybe one day. Oh, well. Maybe one day. Which leads me to my Mary, guys. I'm predictable, and as I've told you time and time <laughs> again, I am Team Nathan all the way, and I would marry him. So, sure, you don't get Elizabeth, you don't get the girl, but you get me, Nathan. <laughs> Kevin, even better. Even better. <laughs> Kevin McGarry in the Red Surge on the horse. With his, like, beautiful locks. Like, what is that? When he said that he was going to buy Bill's land because he wanted to settle down. Music to my fucking ears. I mean, <laughs> sure, we could, Ali's gonna be there, so, you know, I'll have to be stepmomming. But I feel like it's I, I could wing it, kinda. Like, you know, we could be pals. But really, I just feel so safe. And I feel so secure in the loving arms and broad shoulders of Kevin McGarry, Nathan Grant, Constable. I am ready for you. Let's let's do this. Let's go settle down. Speaking of lovely locks, <laughs> my Mary, obviously, Lucas Bouchard, Chingai Bouchard just just has a like a really nice ring <laughs> to it. I I think I just like how he takes care of her, and I think that's essential in a marriage. I mean, I would take care of him too. And his mom's yeah, an editor, and I'm a writer, so it would it would perfect. Be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All in the family. <laughs> Guys, we're just there so happy. you have it. We're so happy to have When Calls the Heart back, and we're so happy to be back, Chingai and I. And we're, we're looking forward to, I guess, another season of Hallmark movies uh, up ahead. So if you guys haven't followed us yet on Instagram and on Twitter, we are at Make It Hallmark. On, on Twitter, Twitter and at but make it hallmark on Instagram. Uh, follow us on our socials. We'll we'll be back to posting and being active again. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you. If there are any specific movies or themes or actors and actresses that you want us to focus on for our next episodes, we're all ears. We're we're starting fresh this season and would really love to hear from you guys. So thanks for joining us. Thanks, Chingai. Thanks, Patty. We're glad to be back. <laughs>